Alrighty guys, we're back at it today. We got episode five. I can't believe it. We're at five already. <laughs> so what happens yes, we're having a good time, man. We got uh, the School of Hard Knocks, as you all know already, coming out of Hard Knocks Strength and Performance based out of Brownsville, Texas, guys. Uh, special one today. We got Coach Max in the house, of course, Coach Rod here, but it's Coach Max's birthday this week. The big <laughs> 3-1 for him, so yes. uh, Max, with no bullshitting the head or anything like that, man, I'm going to open this episode up with just, let's get some life talk going, man, about you, where you feel you're at in life, any regrets that you've had, triumphs in your life, <laughs> just go off, man, and just talk about how your 31 years of uh, life's been. Alright, so um, man, yeah, I was actually doing some reflecting this morning, man, just kind of sitting and, like, just thinking about, like, man, like, what have I done, you know, these 31 years of life or whatever, and you can't really count, like, those times when you were, like, 10 and, you know, still living with your parents and stuff, because it's kind of like you're still kind of being taken care of, so, like, maybe when I was, like, from, like, maybe 21 on, I started thinking, like, okay, what have I done, in, like, in this last decade, right? I started thinking about just, you know, some of the things that I did in school, man, uh, the whole master's program, that one month where I was just grinding it out, woke up like at 5 a.m. every single day, dude, um, even on Sundays, bro, to get homework done and research and all that stuff just to kind of finish off that last summer, um, the certifications, bro, all the tests I've taken, like all these cool little things, man, that I was just tripping out about and... I'm just super grateful for all of that, man. Um, no regrets, bro, um, honestly, because everything up until this point has gotten me to where I am, you know, all the situations, all the scenarios, all the obstacles and um, things that kind of came into my path were there for a reason. Um, and maybe if I would have changed something back then, I maybe wouldn't have done some of the things I'm doing now. You know what I mean? So it's been pretty cool, man. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, like, 30, man, I feel old, 31, and then, like, my dad's like, dude, you're super young. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, I think it's really cool, man. I feel really good, um, healthy, I feel real mobile, I feel better than I did when I was 25, bro. Fantastic, dude. That's great to hear, man, and for those y'all that are in your 30s already and you think that this is the downhill point for you, absolutely not, man. Life gets better, and I'll tell you firsthand. It does, you know what I mean? So, well, Max, I'm glad uh, that your 31 years of life, man, have been phenomenal, great. I know you kind of touched base on no regrets and stuff like that, and that kind of takes me into thought about how we got to treat every struggle and obstacle that we face in life as kind of like a learning mo moment, you know what I mean? It's not a failure or anything like that. Uh, and I think you'll have a better outlook on things as you get a little bit wiser, a little bit older and stuff like that on how you take those like those like supposedly whatever is a failure whatever people kind of take that as you know what I mean we use that as fuel to kind of learn or to or to kind of gauge and like feel things out as we age and experience new things and stuff like that you know what I mean and I will say this as as I become older advanced in age I uh, I feel like I'm able to handle those situations a little bit better than I would of course when I was my younger self you know what I mean uh, but it's cool to hear, man, you've done a lot in your lifetime, you know, I mean, especially these past few years, you got a master's degree, excellent job, man, hell of a coach, 
uh, your get stretchy movement is huge. You know, I mean, you have a huge following, man. We're getting there, man. We're, we're trying, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. And you've had a huge impact on just within these doors, but the community of Brownsville as well, too, man, which is awesome to see. You know what I mean? So I, uh, I want to transition into something, man, that happened to me this week or to us here and uh, brought it up to you the other day when we were here at the gym. And, and uh, this kind of takes both of us back to kind of our starting point, going to school, exercise science program and stuff like that. So we had the man, the myth, the <laughs> legend walk through the doors, finally, taking him that long. <laughs> and I gave him shit for that too. Uh, but we had Dr. Murat Karabulat, Dr. K, uh, yeah. UTRGV. I'm not sure exactly what his position at this moment in time is, but when we were there, he was our exercise science professor for certain courses and stuff like that, you know, I mean, and I want you just to, I, I know we've spoken about him in the past and stuff like that, you know, but I think this is a good reflection point to kind of highlight him and kind of the impact that he's had on you and that I could brief up on it a little bit as well too, you know? Sounds good, man. So Dr. K was probably one of the biggest influences in my college path, man. Um, I remember before I even met him, um, there was a lot of just students saying that his class was just hell, bro. You know, like, very difficult, he's going to challenge you, he's going to push you, all his tests are very hard, and this and that, right? So I was kind of like, okay, cool, like, there's a professor out there that's challenging us, and is going to make us work for it, you know, um... So when I got into his class, I remember being very nervous, bro, you know, and like, a little intimidated, I'm not going to lie, because mm -hmm. his presence is very strong, and he's there to work, bro, like, he ain't there to waste time, like, Absolutely, you yeah. better be ready to learn, because yeah. if not, you're going to fail, and it's going to be very difficult if you don't put your part in, so right away, I just switched my mindset into, hey, you know what, I got to work for this, and anything he says... I just need to do, right? Uh, so all those little extra credit questions he would ask and all that, bro, I was like, oh, raising my hand, trying to gain all those points, bro, because, again, that, that would transition into the test, bro. Yeah. And I remember, dude, the first test I took, Dr. K, bro, I got a freaking 67, bro. I failed it, man. And I was like, oh, my God. And I remember trying so hard to study for that test, you know? So I was like, okay. I didn't say why isn't, it working I was like what's not working yeah. right what am I doing that's not working so I just bogged down more man studied more started watching videos did what I need to do man started to really just delve into that world and you know next test boom 80 you know boom 90 and then they just started I didn't get anything lower than that after that you know ended up getting like an A plus in his uh uh what was it Testing for prescription class, oh, yeah. man. Rough case point, studies dude. and everything like that. Yeah. And case studies. Yeah, like one, <laughs> once I got the the flow of, of, of my flow in that class, dude. Oh man, it was it was fun, man. And a lot of people didn't didn't like the course, man, because yeah. it's just it's too difficult, you know. And that's just coming from my opinion, man. I like to be challenged, and maybe I just that's what kind of sparked um, some more. Uh, of me seeking challenges, you know, throughout my career and stuff. Absolutely, man, and I could attest for that too, you know, I mean, he, uh, I was actually in his first ever class when he arrived at UTB at the time, uh, which is now UTRGV, and um, we'll spend a lot of time on this, but 
I, I, I remember vividly being in class and we were in our testing prescription class, you know, and, and before this, uh, there was no exercise science program at UTB at the time. It was the first year, first couple classes that they were rolling through with. And uh, Dr. K, fresh out of his doctoral program and all that stuff, and he's a young teacher at the time, and uh, I mean, very stern in his ways with what he wants, what he what he expected of the class, you know what I mean? But I think it was a big slap in the face for a lot of people <laughs> in the class. You know, a lot of them were just kinesis majors that had kind of transitioned to exercise science because they heard it was easier to do and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember being in class one day and there was a lot of upset individuals in the class, you know what I mean, saying that there was too much load on the class, too much homework and stuff. And uh, I remember this like it was yesterday, Max, we were there in class and uh, a lot of people were outright complaining in class, uh, kind of giving them like a lot of heat, you know what I mean, about the structure of the class, it was too much work and stuff like that. And I remember raising my hand and I was like, guys, you all speak for yourselves. <laughs> like, I want to be challenged. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a few of us in here that are going this route, we're going that ex-phys route, we're going straight and conditioning, whatever it may be. But, I mean, this is, this is what we need, you know I mean? We're gonna come out of this better, especially yeah. if we're challenged like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I will say this, man, um, it was tough. So the hardest course I've ever had to take, you know what I mean, in my college career, and, but I will say this, Dr. K, I remember him also saying, He's like, if you make it through my coursework, you will make it through grad school, master's program, whatever you want to do. And he yeah. always spoke about master's program. Yeah. You got to go on to this, you got to go on to that. CSCS. Easy. <laughs> you pass my class, you're going to pass it, you know what I mean? And I remember getting to grad school, dude, okay. and I could honestly say my master's program was a freaking breeze, dude, because of him. Um, advanced testing prescription, aced it. Advanced ex-phys, aced it, you know what I mean? And, and it was all because of him, you know what I yeah, mean? So, man. big shout out, man, to him. Um, huge, I mean, huge part of our lives, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to just wanted to kind of throw another shout out to him just because he finally graced uh, the doors of Hard Knocks here. and Blessed it, man. Yeah, man. Blessed so, it, bro. Yeah, absolutely, bro. <laughs> That's cool, man. So going into, you know, what just happened on Monday, man, you know, um, a crazy challenge for, for some of us, you know, uh, Memorial Day is, is a very, um, it's a special day for a lot of people, man, you know, um, we, those who served and those who, who are serving our country, man, really throw it down for us to do what we want to do, man, for us to have this castle, man, for us to just be free, man, you know, so blessings to all families out there for sure. We respect and we appreciate everything that your loved ones do for us if they're serving in any type of military service or, you know, cops, anything, anything that has to do with saving lives, man. Much love. So the Murph Challenge was a high-volume workout, and we can say it really set the intensity for the week. Um, high volume right away on Monday, you know. So some of us did the Murph Challenge for the first time, and some of us have done it maybe for the tenth time, you know, or more. You know, since some of us have been working out for a long time. So, what did you think of the different strategies that we put out for the members to keep the intensity pretty uh, relative all the way across? Yeah, man, of course. Uh, so, before I get into a huge shout out uh, to everyone who's currently 
a servant now, Max, I know you mentioned that already, but also to those that have given up the ultimate sacrifice as well to you, you know what I mean? Uh, huge, but of course, blessings to the families and stuff like that. But yeah, man, Murph is, uh, it's definitely a extremely challenging workout in any way that you do it, whether you scale back, wear the vest, don't wear the vest. It's just the sheer volume of the workout itself, man, you know what I mean? So some of the strategies that we used, I kind of tried to manipulate the volume and the load the week before the workout itself, you know what I mean? Because like it's a big thing around here, you know what I mean? A lot of people train for it uh, as the weeks kind of came closer to us. You started seeing more people wear their vest during certain work workouts. Our, uh, we had some members that would show up to the gym, let's just say the 5 a.m. class, they were showing up at 4 a.m. to go knock out a mile or two before class and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, so, um, but I would say this, man, we have it the way it is, you know? I mean, you got a one mile run, 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, 300 air squats, one mile run at the end, all done with a vest. Optional, of course, whether you do it with or with not. It's an ass beating in itself, man. You know what I mean? So um, there's ways to partition the workout, though. There's ways to scale it back and stuff. You know what I mean? And I think even those ways and those forms are just just as hard. It just depends on how hard you go and how, how, how hard you keep that intensity up throughout the workout itself. You know what I mean? So there's different ways to go about it, man. You can split it up into uh, certain rep schemes and stuff like that. You know, you can go 10 rounds of a certain rep count. 20 rounds of a certain rep, rep count, mm -hmm. uh, and that way you're able to transition through movements a little bit more, a little bit more fluid, I would say, uh, but that way you get a little bit more rest from movement to movement as well, too, you know what I mean? Uh, so, but, I mean, shit, dude, I'm sore as hell right now, dude, <laughs> I mean, especially the legs and stuff, you know what I mean? That's because I wore the vest for half the workout, so, um, what, I mean, one, one big thing that we spoke about, man, so, workout was Monday, we got it done in the afternoon. Woke up Tuesday, everyone's still feeling good though, yeah. but there's a term for that because Wednesday, people were kind of waddling around the gym, Max is walking in with bent arms like he's jacked already, you know, lats are flared out, imaginary lat syndrome dude, yeah, right? Yeah. But there's a term for it, we've heard it, what's it, what is it dude? It's known as an acronym called DOMS, Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness. And what that is, team, is it's just the breakdown of muscle fibers to a point to where you feel it a little later. It's delayed, right? So the body is responding to this deep inflammation, this deep um, repair um, a little later. So you get sore. You lose range of motion. You start to walk around like, man, I can't move. Like... I can usually get into an active bicep stretch uh, where I interlace my fingers and pull my arms behind me and shoulders back, right? Um, and right now, like, it, it's taking me a couple of seconds that's to get tough. there, you know what I mean? And that's the delayed onset muscle soreness. But sometimes, team, we can think like, all right, well, I need to go work out more so that I can get rid of the soreness. Mm -hmm. But that can be a little counterintuitive because if we're already breaking down muscle fibers, the soreness is actually the repair, right? So in that two, three day phase, you actually have less range of motion. So then you go back into the gym and you start to get the adrenaline pump in, the blood flow in, right? The tissues are starting to get more flexible, right? And then we're continuing to break down more muscle fibers. So then the soreness doesn't go away. 
it actually starts to increase more team. You got to be careful, right, Coach? So you're in like three, five days post Merp, and you're like, holy shit, yeah. I'm still sore. You still know what I mean? Sore. But there's ways, man. You know what I mean? And I and I feel like this is where tissue maintenance, the gets the get stretchy stuff that you preach about, Max. You know that you that you tell everyone to jump on, man. You know those in those 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 info little videos that you've been making and stuff like that. Those are all little tools and trades and tricks that we could use to kind of. Let the body adapt, repair, and recover itself. You know what I mean? Blood flow is excellent for that, but we got to do it in a very fine manner as we transition back into a regular week. You know what I mean? So um, we can't just, all right, guys, we're going to go ahead and do yoga the rest of the week, of course, you know what I mean? Because we have a lot of people that were not able to do Murph, but there's ways to manipulate the volume and the stress throughout the week and stuff like that and, and guide people and educate them that, hey, for the remainder of the week, if we do lift and stuff like that, keep the loads a little bit lighter, you know what I mean? Keep intensity high, move and stuff like that, but if you feel that the body's not ready to get to that point yet, like it normally is, mm -hmm. take a step back, two or three days, you'll be absolutely fine when you get back, you know? So, uh, Murph was Monday, yesterday's workout, which was Tuesday, we threw in a little bit more of an active recovery day, uh, no heavy lifting or anything like that. Workout consisted of five different Tabatas, Tabata's 20 seconds of work, 10 second rest, eight rounds. We had rowers, we had skiers, we had our uh, road bikes, and then we threw a little med ball clean. Mm -hmm. Heaviest weight that was used was a 20 pound or 14 pound, depending male, female. A lot of people scaled back on those, dude, and I think they got checked with those too. Yes. Yeah. Going from the bike to those, a little rough, especially <laughs> on the quads, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then we threw in some core work and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So to give those biceps, give the lats, get the grip, give the hands a rest, you know, I mean, especially the legs and stuff like that, you know, especially for those that wore vests, you know, but, um, yeah, man, it's definitely one of those workouts where it will take a few days to recover from it, and it might even take a little bit more, just depending on how much stress you add to your week as the days go on and stuff like that, you know? True that, coach, true that, and those of us that rocked it with the vest, man, the whole thing, like your tissues and ligaments, tendons may be just a little more taxed. So you may need a little bit more of, you know, some little cryo, little icing here and there. Uh, maybe some more foam rolling to get those tissues a little more supple again so they're not so bounded down, team. So think of your calves, think of your lats, think of those quads, you know, um, maintain that, get stretchy. A couple times throughout the day, that's going to be one of the ways that you can really get back on track and not, um, you know, fall off the routine so much. Um, but one of the, the cool things is uh, about Murph, and just trying a little side note here, um, I've done Murph a lot of times, I've done it so many different ways, and, and each year um, I've kind of changed it. It's not about how fast I can get Murph done, um, it's about how fast I can recover from Murph. Mm -hmm. And every year it's just getting better and better, bro. <laughs> so I remember the first time I did Murph, I was stuck. My arms were like at 90 degrees for like four days, bro. <laughs> like I couldn't even like move. Like I was asleep and like I, I would have like a dream or something and my arm would extend and whack, it's full. I would wake up, bro. So I know that there's someone out there right now in that state. Oh, I sure know that there's someone out there right now that can't sit down on the freaking toilet, bro, or get it in their car right now. Yeah. And all I'm saying, team, is it doesn't have to be like that. Like, there's things that we can do, you know, um, to, to prevent our bodies from feeling like that. Because remember, it's massive tissue breakdown. So tissue needs time to repair. Um, and if you give it time to repair, you're going to come back stronger and you're going to acquire that adaptation of strength. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So tissue maintenance, guys, 
recovery, any form of it, you know what I mean? Foam roll, stretch. Walk. Walk, you know what I mean? Get the blood flow going. Uh, nutritious foods right now too, guys, you know what I mean? Get your body going back again. Rehydration is a huge part too, you know what I mean? Um, it's a lot of fluids, a lot of electrolytes, a lot of essential minerals and stuff like that uh, are lost, especially with a longer workout. Uh, you all know the how the climate is down here, hot and humid in the afternoon, it might have been about 90 degrees, humidity was through the roof, you know what I mean? So uh, it takes a bit to replenish and recover those things, you know what I mean? So just make sure you keep up with those things throughout the week. So, uh, But it was definitely an awesome time, man, as it is every year, you know what I mean? You see people get out of their comfort zone, talk, to, talk about uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable, you know what I mean? Uh, but we just really want to throw that out there that we need to do it in a responsible way. It's all right to push, throw down, get down, of course. But we just want to make sure that we're back in the gym feeling good and healthy the next few weeks, the next few days, and stuff like that. So, for sure, man. Um, want to touch base, Max, real quick. So, people talk about Murph a lot, man. I think Murph is like the main hero what that you see on Memorial Day and stuff like that. You know, I mean? there's a lot more of them. And what hero wads are. They're CrossFit wads that are named after servicemen, service women, law enforcement that have kind of given up the ultimate sacrifice, you know what I mean, for our freedom, for our rights, uh, you know what I mean, to live the dream that we do, you know what I mean, to do the things that we do. Um, and CrossFit has given people the chance to name these workouts after individuals that have done these things first. And I think it's awesome, man. That's where you get that huge community aspect of it, of it you know what I mean? Um, I know me personally, Murph is cool, uh, but it's a lot of calisthenics, a lot of running, okay? I do enjoy it, but I got some favorite ones, though, man. I kind of want to go over those right now, you know what I mean? Go for it. Most of the hero wads that you'll see, guys, are very challenging wads, you know what I mean? The workouts are tough, they're grueling, they're very intense, you know what I mean? So I'm going to go over my favorite two, man, and then uh, I want you to touch base on maybe if you have some that you like as well, too, you know? So my personal all-time all favorite one is called Polyman. Polyman is 30 rounds for time consisting of five wall ball shots, 20 pounds, three handstand push-ups, and then you got one power clean at 225. Oh man, I've done that one before, man. Love it, dude. Short and sweet as far as a complete round goes, but you get to that halfway point, dude, and the intensity is through the roof, yeah. man. Yeah. I love it. Power cleans, one of my all-time favorite. Lifts, uh, heavy, one rep, it's good stuff, man. My second all-time my favorite one is Mark 35, seven rounds for time, five bench press, five power cleans, both done at 225, heavy loads, and then you got 35 double unders, so seven rounds of that, man. So anyone listening out there, guys, you don't have to do it at prescribed rates, uh, weights, sorry, you can scale back as much as you want to, but if you want to give those a shot. Man, that's insane. So I've actually done the Holloman workout and it's the 30 rounds, and you think, oh, well, one power clean, ah, one power clean. Dude, it's Shit. 30 power clean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the volume on that workout, um, you end up doing a lot, man. Mm -hmm. You do a lot of, of stuff there. And then seven rounds for time, man, definitely have to have two barbells on that one. Like, oh, yeah. Like one on the bench and then one on the floor for the cleans, right? You want to be 
re-racking that thing. No, there's no way. Um, yeah. Wow, man. I, I think I need to get on that, that uh, Hollyman again and just go through that, that it, grunt work. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm down for that 225. Okay, so for me, I remember this one workout. It's um, shout out to Nate. It's a CrossFit Hero Wad. Um, it's an AMRAP. It's an as many rounds as possible for 20 minutes, bro. And it's, uh, it's some gymnastics, so you know me, I like that stuff. So it's two muscle-ups, uh, four handstand push-ups, and then it's eight kettlebell swings with like a two-poot, so that's like pretty much like a 70-pounder. Nice, um, dude. So, and that full American kettlebell swing, um, the handstand push-up, um, I would go strict until you can't, <laughs> and then start adding some kipping, um, and then the muscle-up, just keep it kipping, man. And you're like, oh, what's up with that? Like, I, I can't do muscle up. Like, why would I even attempt that? Well, hey, look, you can sub that. You know, mm -hmm. do some do pull ups. Yeah. You know, do four hand release push ups, and then stick to eight kettlebell swings with a heavier belt. You know, and you, you just modify those things. So going back to the scaling options and and being able to get the same stimulus team, you just kind of mix and match your abilities to the wad and maybe fluctuate some of the reps and you should be pretty good to go. Still intense, man. You know what, Max? I uh, I feel at times, man, when I've scaled workouts back, whether it's load or maybe the complexity of the movement itself, dude, I end up getting my ass kicked <laughs> probably even worse, dude. Like, I think in every CrossFit competition that I've done, uh, there's one weight with a certain movement that kicks my ass royally, dude, every time. 75-pound power snatches. Oh, yeah. It's weight that I know I could muscle snatch, but you throw it paired up with other movements and for higher reps, dude, and it just yes, tears me yeah. up, dude. You know what I mean? A lot more than like 135 for like a power snatch, you know what I mean? For a certain amount of reps or whatever it is. But like, and I mean, I'm sure you've had those experiences too where you feel like this workout ain't that bad because of load or movement or whatever it is. And you go through it and you're like, holy shit. So, Is that one of the worst ones? Yeah, dude. So, and sometimes that's what I tell a lot of the members and stuff like that too. Sometimes when you scale back, the intensity goes up because you're moving faster now through things. You know what I mean? So it's a great way, man. Like if you just want to move and if you want to get intensity up in a workout, a lot of the times, scale back. And you'll get that effect to it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. just a neat little trip, man, sometimes, you know, with things that you could do. I, I had a random little thing pop up in my head right now, man. It's just it's an idea, and, and you were talking about ke kettlebells. Uh -huh. And uh, we're fans of them here, you, you know I mean? We use them in a lot of different ways. I think anyone who's followed me for a while knows that my number one tool that I love to use, I love barbells, but I love the kettlebell dude itself, you know what I mean? And, and how it's used and the results that you could get with it, but the tool that it could become for mobility, increasing range of motion, flexibility work, strength development, power development, speed and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, what's your one favorite kettlebell movement? Ooh. You got one chance here, bro. Get it right. Let's go. One chance, dude. So, like, are we talking about, like, a movement that incorporates, like, the whole body, like, or a unilateral movement, let's, or like a lunge. Let's do There's, both, man. Throw out a few if you want. Okay, look. For. So if I had a kettlebell, the go-tos that I'm gonna be doing for sure, or goblet squat, 
Yeah. Okay, in a front rack position, holding it by the horns, maybe offsetting it by holding on to the ball itself. Um, that's number one. And then if you gave me two more options, man, um, a kettlebell snatch. Oof, I like it. And then yeah. just a straight up uh, Russian kettlebell swing to build posterior chain. Super basic. I think the most technical one there would probably be the kettlebell snatch. Um, but that's cool unilateral work for overall stability and building balance and system. I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah definitely some of my favorite as well, too. So uh, I like how you threw in the Russian swing there, too, man. That's probably my all-time, like, if I don't have time to get a 15-minute workout or in, I'll just pick up the bell sometimes and swing away. You know, I mean, just go at it. I mean, whatever it is, you know. I mean, even if you got three to five minutes or whatever it is, you know. Get some work uh, done, man. Yeah, man, just get some work done, high output movement and stuff like that if done right and then pr pretty much secondly pretty safe if it's done right too, you know what I mean? So, um, it's good stuff, and I like those movements for sure. So, uh, guys, we hope everyone had a fantastic weekend, of course. It is Wednesday, guys, fifth episode, getting done with it today. Hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day. Make sure, guys, if you did Murph or any Hero Wad for that day, Remember, rest, recovery, as far as tissue maintenance and stuff like that goes, go to Max's page. He has a lot of good resources, videos that he's made on get stretchy techniques, mobility, flexibility stuff. Hydrate, guys. Nourish the body with good foods. And we'll see you all next week. Later, y'all. Have a good one. Hashtag get stretchy, baby. Woo!